Hello, you are listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. I'm Stephanie, and as always, I'm joined by Rachel and Amber. Um, so this week, uh, we don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. <laughs> because I'm tired of talking about not talking about Bruno. I cannot stop singing it. It's so catchy. The whole soundtrack. It's I haven't so good. seen it yet, so. Oh, gosh. It's I free on Disney it. Plus. You need to get on that. I have been a busy little pod mother this week. I don't know if you guys saw, but my alma mater, UGA, won the national championship on Monday night. And so I was up until 2 a.m. I was so excited. Oh, I my gosh. Sleep. You were partying? Um, no, I wasn't partying because I was the only person in my house up. My husband's a Buckeye fan, so he went to bed. He didn't watch it. So Aww. I was downstairs by myself. Um, and I experienced every possible emotion from devastation when, uh, when Bama would score to happiness, to tears. I was pacing, I was kneeling on the floor, everything in between. <laughs> if someone had a hidden camera set up on my living room, it would have been hilarious. Well, the outcome was, went your way. So you had to be very excited. Yes. I'm so excited. And it's funny. There's a um, celebration this weekend at our stadium in Athens to which the tickets are free, but you had to go online to get them today. And so there were, you know, obviously a ton of people trying to get tickets. So I was just refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. I finally got the tickets. Some people were complaining because they didn't get the tickets. They weren't quick enough. So I was like, some of y'all haven't had to get 7 a.m. Rise of the Resistance boarding passes <laughs> and it shows. Or ADRs at Ohana the day that your window opens. Exactly. <laughs> but Amber, if you had watched the movie, you would understand all the surface pressure you've been under this week. <laughs> I know. I need mm. to watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it and then I'll understand that reference. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> It and I don't much, even know if it's the movie. It's just the music. It was better than I thought. I like the whole message behind it. It was good. Well, so this week we actually are going to be talking about Epcot and all the different changes that have happened and the ones that are yet to come. Uh, so 2021 was the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, but 2022 is the 30th, 40th anniversary <laughs> of Epcot. Um, so Epcot has kind of got undergone the biggest overhaul of changes. Um, so this episode, we're going to break down I, all of these changes, some of the changes. There was so many. There's so many on the list. Uh, we'll let you know which ones we're most excited about and which ones we might not be. Um, so probably the biggest change is the renaming so we're still going to have the World Showcase, and this will continue to be a celebration of culture, cuisine, architecture, and traditions infused with new magic. Um, we're going to talk about the World Showcase changes a little bit later on. Then Future World was actually divided up into three different neighborhoods. So the first neighborhood is World Discovery. These encompass stories about science, technology, and intergalactic adventures come to life. So this is the area where Mission Space, Test Track, Space 220, and the biggest change coming to this neighborhood is the um, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Hey. I'm really excited about this one. I'm pumped. Um, they better have a good soundtrack to it because that will be <laughs> There's a, There's a 
um, uh, one of the uh, changes that will not be happening coming up later on in the episode. I was most excited about that. So now that that's scrapped, the Guardians ride is the one I'm most excited about. Uh, so this is going to be an indoor coaster, and it has a, a ride system that I don't I don't think we've seen at Disney, and and it may not have. It, this may be a completely new ride system. I didn't know this. It actually starts in reverse. So it's it's a reverse launch, and it sounds like it's that maglev where it goes really fast, like um, rock and roller coaster. It's mm-hmm. completely indoors. So oh man, I'm gonna I'm take my dramamine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely gonna be uh, medicated, but in line for this one. I haven't seen the pictures of this, and I'm kind of trying not to spoil it. And I know they said 2022, but there's been really no month announced yet, right? Correct. The 40th anniversary is in October. So I, I would think that most of this, I think all of those walls should be down by October at the latest, mm-hmm. but that's just maybe wishful thinking. So if there's an order to things, I'm thinking ride Guardians of the Galaxy, then drink around the world, not the other way around. Uh, oh my gosh, I really hope so. And I mean, when you think about where Mission Space and Test Track are, thankfully it is tucked away. Mm. So you're not going to get the people coming off of World Showcase. Hopefully <laughs> not, because oh man. Stumbling out of World Showcase. Also, um, ride Mission Space, orange te- or green team. Green is the easy one. Okay, yeah. Ride Mission Space Green Team and Ride Guardians of the Galaxy or Ride Mission Space Orange Team. I like, There's good, just going to be... Just knock out that whole section and get <laughs> gonna, your thrills. Yeah. <laughs> there's going to be protein spills everywhere. <laughs> um, and I don't think any of us have had the opportunity to dine at Space 220. And to be honest, I- I've not heard rave reviews about it same i'm not in a hurry to go there ditto so that's kind of a bummer because i was excited about that i do want to get in the elevator at the very least (laughs) maybe they'll turn that into another ride um (laughs) but that would be about it for me i think well i heard they have a um lounge similar to the one at animal kingdom nomads um, so I don't know. I don't know if you get to ride the elevator when you go to the lounge. That would be I something. A, I heard it a rumor. It does say travel. It does say that you travel 220 miles to the lounge. Yeah, oh, okay. I think you do travel to the lounge, but I thought I heard this that you now have to have reservations for the lounge. Oh. I don't know. Double. I it could does say check. It says check availability. Um. So yeah, it does look like you have to have reservations for it. So I think because it was getting pretty popular, they had to do that. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, it seems like they should have just made the elevator a ride. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe you get, you know, if you have reservations for the restaurant, you get a fast pass. (laughs) Um, All right. So the next neighborhood is World Celebration. These are experiences that connect us to one another in the world. So this is where Creation Shop, which is the new name for what was Mouse Gear, Spaceship Earth, the Epcot Experience, and the Imagination Pavilion, all of those um, are in World Celebration. 
So there's not really much coming to this area, um, but there is going to be the Dreamers Point statue. So this is a statue of Walt Disney himself. Um, and he's, you know, kind of sitting and dreaming. And then there's going to be a, a wishing well. Um, how do they describe it? Oh, it's a, a wishing tree, an enchanted forest with a story fountain celebrating the power and music of iconic Disney storytelling. So not quite a ride or a restaurant or a show, but um, it'll probably be a lot like the, um, the fountains were. So do you have to throw money in these wishing wells? <laughs> Only if you I'm want not to, to do come it. true. <laughs> not Sounds throwing like more money at Disney. If Bob Chapek <laughs> has anything to say about it, yes. <laughs> Um, so the other thing coming to World Celebrations is Connections Cafe, uh, which will be a new quick service restaurant, and it's going to be over near where the creation shop is. Hmm. So nothing, nothing that really stands out. Um, more just, you know, renaming of things and the Epcot experience. I don't see why that's going to need to last once all of this is, is done. Mm -hmm. those sound I, like some things that the dis top fam the disney tiktokers are going to be all over the new statues there's a walt statue the wishing well I, i'm pretty sure we're going to see those in some tiktok soon <laughs> people are going to be dancing with walt yeah um so the final new neighborhood is world nature this is dedicated to understanding and preserving the beauty, awe, and balance of the natural world. So this includes the Season Land Pavilion. And coming soon to this area is the Journey of Water, inspired by Moana. So this is a walkthrough attraction. Um, they've been talking about it for a while, and I think it kind of keeps getting pushed back. It's, yeah, they were talking about it pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, I have a take on this. What? I think that because Moana is nowhere in the parks to meet right now, they're going to strategically place her in Epcot so that people with kids have to go to see Moana and also Anna and Elsa are there. So it's going to be like your big princess draw to get the littler people there. Oh. That's my theory. That's a now, good I don't even know if Moana is going to be there, but that's what I'm assuming. That is a good theory, though. Because right now, need... like, if you have little kids, you might say, eh, we're going to skip that part. But if you've got Anna and Elsa, right. you've got Moana, you're going to go. I think if they, if that's the thinking, they need to get on it because the Moana wave, no pun intended, I think is, might be fizzling out a little bit. It's not yeah. as popular as it used to be. Yeah. Um, so the, the, you know, one of the reasons that the Encanto soundtrack is what it is, is because it's by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And one of the last um, animated movies that he worked on was Moana. You know, he, he was the, the one behind um, You're Welcome. And mm -hmm. I think Encanto it has just like completely taken over as far as like soundtracks go and I don't know if you've seen it it's it's all over TikTok right now it's just everywhere so maybe they'll even change this water attraction who knows mm -hmm. I just 
it sounds interesting, but if it's not convenient to walk through, I don't know. I don't want to get wet. So I'm curious if you get wet. I wouldn't I mean, like, think so. No, I don't think so either. It does say you can interact with magical living water. So I don't know if the, it, maybe they'll have some of the fountains, the reverse like motion fountains. activated or something. Yeah. But when was the last time you were on the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse? Because I mean that's <laughs> a walk, that's a walkthrough attraction. Yeah. So I'll take it. I mean I'll take it. I think Epcot needs a little extra stuff. So I think you can't. It can't hurt. Yeah. No, I I don't think it'll hurt at all. Um, I guess it's just kind of a wait and see. Mm-hmm. I don't think this one will be ready by. Um, October because I don't think they've even started but it is still being included in press releases mm-hmm. and there's a lot of other things that you know were part of because um, a lot of the announcements were made at D23 in 2019 and they've since you know they were not mentioned at D23 in 2021 hmm. so we'll see what happens? I um, love, have y'all seen the D23 Orange Bird Spirit jersey? No. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. I've seen people wearing it and I would give my left pinky toe to get one of these. They're adorable. Wait, is it new or it's the one from last year? It's the one from this past D23, like a few months ago. Oh, I think Claire, my daughter has it. It's white with the orange. No, it's like no. a dark lavender like a kind of a midnight purple and it's got orange bird on like the front pocket and figments on the back okay Mm, i see it i didn't see that i like rachel i think i like the one that you were talking about more the white one with he's on the back and it says hello sunshine yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. i've seen that one in the parks but this one was exclusive to d23 attendees (laughs) I mean, you can get it for a cool 250 on Mercari. <laughs> I know. I've seen it on eBay for like 130 and I'm like, right. I can't. <laughs> That's double. I mean, price. give us all the orange bird stuff, but not at a double price. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. All right. So most of the rest of the um, other changes are all in World Showcase. Um, Rachel, I'm sorry. We're going to go a little bit out of order from the... Uh, the uh show flow that we have here because i think this is the only thing that isn't Mm, yeah in world showcase do you want to talk about the play pavilion sure i do um so the play pavilion it's built like unlike anything you've ever seen at epcot so you know that right there you gotta you've gotta be excited (laughs) (laughs) it's the former wonders of life pavilion it's being transformed in what disney is calling a play pavilion that will be devoted to immersive fun. It features an innovative city and it will host interactive experiences, Disney characters, hands-on activities, and engaging entertainment. So this teaser sounds really cool to me. I don't really know what any of this means, but I'm interested. It kind of sounds like it just concept art was all I was able to find it's like a playground with characters is that indoors right it's indoors yeah okay um I think it's going to be a lot like 
gosh, it's been years, but you could go into like interventions and like there was a place where you could ride a Segway and you could sit in a house that was going through a hurricane or a tornado or something. You could play with different, um, I, I think there was like a Raytheon sponsored mm. build a um, roller coaster. I, I, I it kind of sounds maybe like that. I don't know. Okay. It does I mean, sound interesting though. And it sounds like it might be a good place to, you know, depending on the number of exits <laughs> to go in and let the kids run free for a little bit. Yeah. It sounds flexibly vague so they can kind of do what they want <laughs> as things change. So I I'm excited, but I don't really know what any of this really means. Yeah. I like that description. Mm-hmm. So, All yeah. right. Amber, do you want to take us back over to World Showcase? So these are some of the changes that have already happened. Yeah, so the first one, have, have we all ridden Remy at this point? Yeah, I have. You? Okay, yeah. good. So um, Remy is the new ride that is in the France Pavilion in the World Showcase. Um, we had some news about Remy this past couple of weeks. The virtual queue is going away. So now the only two options will be the standby line or you can purchase an individual lightning lane. Personally, I like this better. I feel like you kind of needed a master's degree in Disney to keep all of the options straight before. Um, And now you don't have to get up at 7 a.m. to book it, though you can if you want, but um, it's not gonna be that 7 a.m. boarding that would fill up in five seconds like we saw before. Um, This is a very cute ride. It's part 3D movie, part ride, um, pretty similar to the concept at Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So you're in a moving ride vehicle that takes you to different movie scenes. There are other experiences along the way, like different scents that you experience. So it's, um, I like it. It's a lot of fun. Um, I think the World Showcase needed another ride, and this one is fun, and I think it's something the whole family can enjoy. I appreciate only needing a bachelor's degree to figure out the ride (laughs) strategy for this one. I do like not having to wake up at 7 a.m. I don't want to wake up at 7 a.m. on my vacation to book a ride. You know, it just doesn't feel like a vacation. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, Genie Plus kind of is counterintuitive to that, but I think it's nice to have one less thing to have to check off your list early in the morning. Agree. And I do like this ride. I know in the past I've said like, I wasn't blown away by it, but it's adorable. It's cute. It's a great addition to the world showcase. So I totally agree with you, Amber. It also spreads out the ride crowds. It takes, it takes, you know, everybody waiting in line at Norway and kind of brings them to the other side of world showcase. Mm-hmm. I really liked the queue. I, I thought that the, um, so we, the we rooftop. did, yeah, we did get, um, I don't even remember how we wrote it. I think we did, we did a boarding group. Um, and yeah, going through the rooftops, that was just so cute. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. We've done both. We've done the boarding groups and then we've also done the lightning lane. The lightning lane is super quick. It puts you there, at least when we did it, in less than five minutes. 
Wow. Even yeah. with boarding group, I think we stood in line for 45 minutes. Yeah. All right. So also in the France Pavilion, we have a new restaurant and it is La Creperie. I don't know if I'm saying that right because my Southern girl accent, I don't know how <laughs> French I can get. Um, this is a table service restaurant, but it also has a quick service area that offers crepes to go. We talked about that a little bit on a episode before, maybe last time, more than one before. I have not been to La Creperie, but I have heard great things about it. It is on my list. As you can tell from the name, it's a French restaurant. I took a look at the menu online. Um, you can, there is a prefix option or, or an a la carte option. So you can choose which route you wanna go there. Um, the dessert crates looked amazing to me. I think instead of going for a meal, I'll just go and order four different desserts. That's mm -hmm. just me. <laughs> this one's tricky because I, I'm excited about it, but not excited enough to not, to, to abandon my other favorites at Epcot and try it. Does that sound bad? Like there's so many great places at Epcot. What are your other favorites? I like La Hacienda. I like La Cellier. I like Viennapoli. Those are some that we kind of go mm -hmm. to regularly. And of course, I've, all the kiosks already at the, for the festivals, like you're going to eat a meal doing that. So it's hard to fit yeah. this one in. Epcot to me is the best part to eat in. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, with all of the table service restaurants around the world showcase, every country having amazing restaurants. And then also the kiosk, like you said. So I think this really speaks to the value of hoppers. Um, mm -hmm. Spend the morning and the afternoon in Animal Kingdom, come to Epcot for a nice meal. Spend the morning and the afternoon in Hollywood Studios, come to Epcot for a nice meal. I, like I also think it's a good addition because it's not overly adventurous food and I think it's I think it's a good menu for someone who does want to have that table service experience and a little bit of a nicer meal without having to worry about if they're going to find anything they like on the menu mm -hmm. so I think it's a good addition to all of the restaurants you know that that are there that you do have to be a little bit of an adventurous eater for yeah. on the other end of the spectrum not mentioned here but i'm thinking about it i want to kumite to come back because i really want to try that yeah the nice really nice signature japanese restaurant that they added right before you know things went haywire um i'd like to see that one come back since they've added this too yeah that one mm -hmm. was definitely on our list um yeah, me too. And it's interesting because it was one of the things talked about at D23 in 2019, but it opened at the end of 2019. It opened right after that D23. That's why I didn't include it on this list here. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, that's another reason people keep asking when's the dining plan coming back. And I don't, if it comes back at all, it's not going to be until 100% of the restaurants are open. I had someone asking me about it today. Yeah. Please come back. 
<laughs> we want it back. Yes, for sure. Okay. Sorry, I sidetracked us a little bit there, but I'm excited about that one. Hopefully reopening this year too. I have heard that some restaurants are starting to reopen like Flying Fish at Boardwalk. So hmm. maybe they're having a wave of restaurants. We'll think positively. Yes. Amber, do you just want to stay in the France Pavilion and then we'll move on to Rachel's? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't realize there was all this stuff in the France Pavilion. Yeah, France is um, where it's at right now, apparently. Um, there's a brand new sing-along at the France Pavilion. That's the Beauty and the Beast sing-along. I did this one with my daughter on our last trip. She is six and likes all things princesses, so it was right up her alley. Um, it's a 15-minute film narrated by Mrs. Potts, so it's not live. It's definitely, you're watching a screen. Um, it features all of your favorite songs from Beauty and the Beast. The little kids that I was around really seemed to enjoy it. They were all singing along and loving every minute, but it definitely won't be your teenager's cup of tea. Mm -hmm. So if you have little ones, I think they'll like it. If you have older ones, you can probably skip it. My favorite part was the lobby that you wait in before entering the theater. It had memorabilia from the live action movie, including the iconic yellow dress worn by Emma Watson. So if you are like me and like to see that fun memorabilia, you could go into the lobby, look around and then exit without staying for the film. I, the, the website or like the, kind of blog post that I was using to compile most of this list compared it to the um, Frozen sing-along. Is it like that? Well, the Frozen oh. sing-along is live and this one is okay. not. They're just playing the different parts of the movie and there's kind of like a different twist because LeFou is He's changing the... it up a little bit. Yeah. I don't want to give it away, but, um, and then you're just basically singing along with them with the parts of the movie okay my I kids hadn't... were not fans of this mm -hmm. they were I feel like they were Amber like what you said they were at that age threshold where they're like eh, they're yeah. a little too old for it yeah I hadn't done the frozen sing-along in a while and we were doing it to kill time in um Hollywood studios it's a hysterical show I I might have also been really tired but it was really funny. That's much cuter, I think, than this. But it's also because there's live singers yeah. and actors. Yeah. All right, Rachel, do you want to go over some of the other things that have already happened? Sure. So I believe I've mentioned Canada far and wide before. So I won't make a big to-do about it. But again, if you like Schitt's Creek, it's narrated by Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. So don't miss that one. It's a really beautiful film that features the different areas of Canada. And of course they bring some humor to their narration. So that's like a nice place to just get out of the crowds. I will say there's no seating in that theater. So you do have to stand or lean. It's a standing theater. That one, you know, just be aware you're not going to have a comfortable seat to plop down in. Um, but I think it's worth checking out. And then the other one to point out that happened already is Harmonious. That is Epcot's new nighttime show that took the place of um, 
gosh, I've already forgotten the name of it. Illuminations. Illuminations. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, Harmonious showcases and celebrates the cultures and the stories of the world that have inspired the various Disney films and music. So there's pyrotechnics, there's water fountains, there's lasers, there's um, fireworks. And of course, if you've been to Epcot recently, you've noticed those floating barges that are permanently in the middle of the lagoon. <laughs> How could you miss them? You can't miss it. I'm going to say like during the day, I don't love those, but at night it is very cool to have harmonious at the park. It's, it's a much better show, I think, than Illuminations was. What do y'all think? Do you think uh, Harmonious beats Illuminations? Yes, I agree. I'm going to go one step further. It beats Enchantment. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like I think you're right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I haven't I, seen Enchantment yet. Now, I seen the, one, the one thing I, I do love about Enchantment is it has projections all the way down Main Street. So yes. if you're up by um, the Emporium standing there, it's really cool to see the projections right there. You're not looking like half a mile ahead at the castle. Um, you're surrounded by them. So I think that's cool. Mm. But all right. I didn't enchantment doesn't give me the feels. Doesn't like, do it for you. No. Harmonious did give me the feels. Yeah, I got the feels from Harmonious. I like that one. There's the downside to harmonious as opposed to illuminations, though, just to play devil's advocate here i feel like illuminations you could be really anywhere and, and see a pretty okay show around mm -hmm. the world showcase where with um harmonious i feel like there's like maybe you know three or four spots that are really good and then aside from that you know you may not get the best view speaking of that if i can give a quick tip um if you are staying in a deluxe resort and you are doing the after hours they have them some nights at Epcot and some nights at Magic Kingdom. If you're doing it at Epcot, stand somewhere in the Norway Pavilion because as soon as Harmonious is over, everyone except for deluxe guests will be leaving. So you could hop on the Frozen ride right away. That should be a walk-on right after Harmonious because it's only deluxe guests staying. Um, that's what we did when we got on. It was a walk-on. When we got off the ride, I would say maybe it was a 15-20 minute wait, so still not bad. But if you want to make it a walk-on, stand close to the Norway Pavilion to watch Harmonious, and then you can get on from there. That's those after-hours tips, those after-hours um, for deluxe guests are the best. Like it's a huge perk of staying at a deluxe. Mm -hmm. It's so quiet in the parks when I've experienced that. And I just think it's a really good incentive to stay at the deluxes. All right. Well, these changes are definitely going to make Epcot nearly unrecognizable from years past. Um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to get out some sappy music and we're going to take a moment to pour out a Grand slushie for some of the projects that were announced and they've been scrapped. Um, there was supposed to be something called the World Celebration Pavilion. And this was gonna be used kind of like a home base for festivals. Doesn't sound, it sounds like that one was not a hard decision to scrap that one. <laughs> 
this next one hurts the most. The Mary Poppins area. They're not even talking about it anymore. Mm. I haven't heard it mentioned anywhere. I was most excited for this one. I was more excited for yeah. this than the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Um, DuckTales World Showcase Adventure. This was going to replace the Agent P game, formerly known as the Kim Possible. I probably forgot another one in there. Um, so they were going to change that from Agent P, which I think is from Phineas and Ferb, um, to DuckTales. That's no longer happening. And then China was going to get a new show called Wondrous China. So that those are no longer happening. And I'm kind of sorry to hear about them. Turning the music off, because for this <laughs> last one, I ain't mad. The spaceship Earth refurbishment has been put on hold indefinitely. Are they like changing different scenes or what what exactly does this refurb include? It I think they were going to change nearly the entire, like every scene. I which I don't understand. They don't need to do that. They just need to add like 20 years on, on the end. Yeah. Right. Because mm. it was it was going to be a two year long closure. It's wow. such an iconic ride. Like I do not like. I would be very upset if they changed it. And I'm not one of these people that gets, um, you know, their pitchforks out every time Disney changes something. Like I was okay when they changed Maelstrom into Frozen. Like I get it. Things change. Things evolve. But leave a little bit of the classics there. <laughs> uh, yeah I, I i'm excited for the uh change to splash mountain even though it's one of my favorites um maelstrom i was gonna miss but it wasn't like it was the world's most exciting ride but yeah spaceship mm -hmm. earth it it has to stay yeah so yeah. hopefully they they won't talk about that one anymore yeah let's hope they just forget about it <laughs> let's not say anything I don't think Disney listens to the Pod Mothers yet. I think we're safe. Oh, don't sell us short, Amber. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Chapek's not going to any like uh, public events, so maybe that's what he does: is sits at home all day listens and to listens to now. podcasts. <laughs> uh, Rachel, do you want to uh, give the uh, answer from trivia last week? I do, and I'm just cram. I'm like cramming for a test right now, real quick, and seeing if anybody answered on Facebook. But no, okay. So let me recap. We had Yeti trivia, and we asked the name of the Disneyland Yeti who lives inside the Matterhorn, and also the name of the Disney World Yeti who lives inside of Animal Kingdom's Expedition Everest. We did have one correct guesser on Instagram, Matterhorn Matt Nine. And he correctly guessed Harold at the Matterhorn and Betty the Yeti at Animal Kingdom. Well, if his screen name is Matterhorn <laughs> Matt Nine, I'm guessing he, he knows yeah. he knows a thing or two about <laughs> the Yeti that lives on the Matterhorn. I mean, you so, would hope, right? Like he, <laughs> of all people, it should be him. Yes. But he's the ninth one, you know, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Where's that? <laughs> <Matt in>? <laughs> they didn't come in. They didn't come to play. Um, so I thought that was really last cute. week, Rachel, you were a little confused. <laughs> I was so confused. Did you put together? I got it. So okay. 
for our listeners who noticed the awkwardness at the end of last week's episode, I was super clueless about why the timing of the name of the Yeti was newsworthy or noteworthy. It was because of Betty White. And I just was not putting two and two together. <laughs> so thanks for listening to that awkwardness at the end of last week's episode. It yeah. wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad. Um, and I didn't even try to edit it. <laughs> You're just like, let it ride. Yeah. Do you know what's worse is standing at the checkout lane, looking at the People Magazine special Betty Turns 100 issue. Oh, yeah. Man. Like, guys, come on. Now that actually might be worth some money. Grab a couple of those, those magazines. Cause you know, when they have reprints and errors, well, dang it. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we actually talked about this. I think we talked about this after we stopped recording last week, but they really did. They thought she was going to make it because I was, when I went to see Spider-Man no way home a couple weeks ago, there was like a a trailer for the Betty White turns 100 special mm-hmm. and they had a healthy Alex Trebek giving a little you know tribute to her so that's mm-hmm. how long ago they filmed it yeah <laughs> I watched last. that last week too it's so wild well I don't know if our Yeti Betty the Yeti is named after Betty White or what the story is behind that but... the Yeti is white so it could be. could be like it's got white fur there's got to be a story behind both of them I need to look into that but not right. for this episode carry on <laughs> <laughs> so for this week's trivia um on opening day in 1982 there were only nine countries in the world showcase which countries were not yet represented bonus question what years were they added Hmm. I didn't know this one. <laughs> All right. Well, thank Thinking you. Thinking of Alex Trebek. Jeopardy <laughs> yeah, music in the background. Thank you. All right. I want more participation in this oh, no. trivia because all you're doing is guessing countries. It's not hard. Just drop some guesses in the trivia, please. Yeah. And then and, and there's two. So, I mean, you. You have like a what, two and eleven 15% chance, fifty percent chance. Yeah, well, yeah, something. Probability is not my strong suit. There's eleven countries, so if you pick two of them, you've got like a one in five point five chance of getting it right. I think we're not math teachers, okay? So we'll just get, go with that. <laughs> All right, so on that note, I am going to close. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. We are happy to be your one-stop shop for talking tips for Disney, Universal, and beyond. Please join us on Facebook and Instagram to keep the conversation going. Amber, Rachel, and Stephanie are travel professionals with Main Street and More Travel, a no-fee Disney earmarked agency please reach out to us on Facebook for a free quote. Please rate, review, and tell your friends, and we'll see you real soon. Bye. Bye.